As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's a lion! It's a lion! It's a lion! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and it's a quiet weekend at the box office. However, one new movie did find its way onto my screen. Let's talk Last Seen Alive. Looking for my wife. You didn't see a woman in here? I don't know. Lisa! 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 One minute she was there, the next minute she was gone. Did you have a fight? Is that what this is? 911, what's your emergency? Uh, yeah, I would like to report a missing person, my wife. Yeah, I'm a simple guy. I don't have any special skills. No secret service, no special forces. But if someone harms my wife, there will be hell to be. Will's soon-to-be ex-wife mysteriously vanishes at a gas station. He delves into the town's criminal underbelly while running from the authorities in a race against time to find her. Written by Mark Friedman and directed by Brian Goodman, Last Seen Alive stars Gerard Butler as Will Spann, Jamie Alexander as Lisa Spann, Russell Hornsby as Detective Patterson, and features Ethan Embry and Bruce Altman. Like I said off the top, this is a quiet week. It's the calming in the storm between Maverick and Dominion, but Gerard Butler will never let me down. First things first, this is a movie that you have probably seen before. Person's spouse goes missing, they have to take it in their own hands to get them back, chaos ensues. It's fairly generic, but this is actually a pretty entertaining movie. In fact, I was entertained for all 95 minutes, and that's all it's going to take to hit the end credits. Now, Gerard Butler is what you'd expect, being a toned-down version of his fallen character. He also shows a pretty wide range of emotions while carrying the movie on his back. And while the set seems like small-town USA, it also has action that is brief, but done well enough to call it good. The music and score, same deal. Overall, there's nothing super special about Last Seen Alive. It's formulaic, it has decent acting, an entertaining story, and a satisfying conclusion. If you're a fan of crime thrillers and this movie pops up as a possibility, I don't think you'll be disappointed, but it's certainly not groundbreaking, nor should you be rushing out to the theater to see it. This one may be short and sweet, but that's how it goes some weeks. I give Last Seen Alive a C+. I hope everyone had a great weekend in the beautiful weather, but now it's your turn to feel great. The team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and again, it's a quiet one, so let's start in the box office. Sitting at the top of the box office once again is Tom Cruise's Top Gun Maverick, and according to Deadline, based on early estimates, this movie is set to be Tom Cruise's biggest hit of his entire career. The film is currently sitting around $290 million by end of day Sunday, while his previous high was 2005's War of the Worlds, which grossed $234.2 million. The worldwide total 
for War of the Worlds with 603.8 million, while Top Gun Maverick is currently sitting around 400 million. On the other end of the spectrum is a return to the box office and an utter bomb. Following relentless mockery and meme generations from the film Morbius, Sony Pictures decided to release the film into theaters, hoping it would get a bigger boost in sales. Well, according to Forbes, after being re-released in 1,037 theaters, Morbius only mustered up $85,000 on Friday, which will likely lead it to a weekend total of $280,000. The hashtags Morbius Sweep and It's Morbin Time have been trending on Twitter, so much so that actor Jared Leto took to his Twitter to tease that the next film in the Morbius series will be titled It's Morbin Time. In casting news, Daniela Melchior, best known for playing Ratcatcher in the Suicide Squad, has been very busy. She's recently signed on to be featured in two films, including Fast X and the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, pairing her once again with director James Gunn. While Gunn took to Twitter to confirm the news, saying, quote, I can confirm and confirm she's wonderful in the role. Melchior Daniela is one of my favorite people and actors around, and I hope it this is just the second of many projects we'll work on together. In response, Melchior did confirm that her role is small and said, oh my god, I'm shocked with this tweet that the secret just got out. I'll keep your kind words in my heart, James Gunn, and yes, I confirm too that I'm in Guardians, baby. Bomb emoji, explosion, explosion, explosion. Meanwhile, Scream 6 is continuing to round out its cast, which already features Courtney Cox, Hayden Panettiere, Melissa Barrera, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Mason Gooding, and Jenna Ortega, and now has added the likes of Dermot Mulrooney. While cast details are being kept under wraps right now, production is expected to kick off this summer, and the sequel has already been slated for a March 31st, 2023 release. In other upcoming projects, Chris Hemsworth took to his Twitter to announce that the Mad Max Fury Road prequel titled Furiosa has officially begun production. Furiosa will follow the origins of Imperator Furiosa, previously played by Charlize Theron, will show the origins of Imperator Furiosa before she became one of Emerton Joe's war captains and met up with Max Rokotansky in the 2015 movie. Anya Taylor-Joy will be playing Furiosa in the prequel, which will also star Chris Hemsworth and Tom Burke, who was brought in to replace Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. Chris Hemsworth is expected to be playing a villain that is totally against type, but no other plot details have been released. Whatever happens, Furiosa will roll into theaters on May 24th of 2024. Over at Warner Brothers, there's a bit of a jam in what to do with the upcoming feature The Flash. As of now, the film serves up as the return of Michael Keaton's Batman, and according to Variety, early test screenings have been absolutely phenomenal. All that said, it's impossible to ignore the ongoing issues of its star, Ezra Miller. Their recent legal troubles have sparked rumors that they might be willing to replace them, but if Warner Brothers were to replace Miller, they would need to take a major loss. Since March, Miller has been arrested or taken into custody on multiple occasions for harassment, disorderly conduct, and as well as traffic violations. According to insiders at Warner Brothers, as of right now, scrapping the film, which wrapped shooting in 2021, is not an option. The movie would cost too much to make, and Warner Brothers does not want to take that type of loss. As well, an HBO Max exclusive release is also unlikely. All that said, the most likely option is that the film will release as is, and they will look at replacing Miller after the release of the film next year. Actors Dylan O'Brien and Grant Gustin are currently the rumored names that some think could be up for a job as a replacement, if that's the path Warner Brothers goes. As of now, The Flash will race into theaters on June 23rd of 2023. In the land of streaming, the Twisted Metal series continues to wrap up actors for its coming program, having announced this weekend that Arrested Development star Will Arnett will provide the voice for the iconic video game character Sweet Tooth in the live-action series.
series. And while fans of the Twisted Metal video games will point out that Sweet Tooth is the name of the ice cream truck, the demented clown at the wheel is actually named Needles Kane. And now Deadline has also announced who we can expect to be playing the body. AEW wrestler Joe Sanoa, aka Samoa Joe, will be playing Needles Kane on the screen. Joe joins Anthony Mackie, Nev Campbell, Stephanie Beatriz, and others in the upcoming project. Meanwhile, over at Paramount Plus, a trailer was released for an upcoming project, and well, I'll let the voices in the trailer do the talking. <laughs> they are sucks. Beavis and Butthead are back with an all-new movie. Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe is expected to drop on Paramount Plus on June 23rd. In the movie, Beavis and Butthead travel to space in 1998, and somehow they end up in 2022, only to find a very different world. Their antics alert the NSA to their tomfoolery, and then the governor of Texas and versions of themselves from parallel universes give chase. Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe is one of multiple projects based on the property currently in the works at Paramount Plus. There are also new seasons of Beavis and Butthead on the way and several spin-offs and movies. The project was written, directed, and stars series creator Mike Judge. And finally, we end on the news you've probably heard a hundred times this weekend, but I have yet to report it. Johnny Depp has won his defamation case against ex-wife Amber Turd, I mean Amber Heard on Wednesday, and was awarded $15 million in damages. Depp was awarded $10 million in compensatory damages and $5 million in punitive damages in his defamation suit. The seven-person jury also awarded $2 million in compensatory damages to Heard, but $0 in punitive damages. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, a lot of unsavory characters, but not at a gas station in Emerson. <laughs>